You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there. <laughs> Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail is 4cpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the number four, 4C Podcast. Today's guest, Dave Juskow. Crashing on HBO, Sarah Silverman Show, You're the Godfather parodies at the Village Underground. He can somehow get a hold of David Tell, Sarah Silverman, and Artie Lang like Commissioner Gordon talks to Batman, <laughs> Cat Lover, Semi-Ladies Man, Comedy Bon Vivant, and September 12th, a Grease parody at the Village Underground. Here's Dave. Well, you said it just right. Right? I, you I think did you got leave, it all right. You yeah. did leave out the most important one. Jew. Which one? <laughs> yeah, dude, my favorite of all time. Go ahead, you're not gonna hit Mr. the bell. Mr. Luchow. Mr. Luchow is here. I traveled to LA to see this That's guy. True. I'll that travel was around. Awesome. I'll travel around the world to see that. Mr. Hello, Luchow. everyone. What is Mr. Luchow? <laughs> Mr. Luchow is like the funniest guy ever. He's he was a, just a character. Yeah. He'd done like uh, 200 pilots for the networks, and none of them have ever sold. So, he, but he thinks he's great. To he's me, that's like, the most brilliant premise ever. Thank you. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell the audience more. That's pretty much it. That was it. Yeah. But no, the fact but that he failed, I just I can watch failure. I don't know. I love. I, we it's talked based about this on before. Sam Cedar. I love. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred pilots for network. None of them got a series. So then, when the show that Neil and Bethel saw was, um, then we do some of the shows. Like, let me show you the example, and then we set it up. Like in 1976, the network came to me for a show about the bicentennial. And it was just like that kind of stuff. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I love failed sitcoms more than... Like, Me too. I love the story behind the failure more than the... Yeah, like, so we always had the backstory yeah, yeah. of why things failed. Like, we, we, we the story we had was in 1974, the networks came to me to do a bicentennial one. So I said, we'll do this thing called The Forefathers, was Jefferson... Adams and uh, Franklin trying to sign the declaration. And on 1976, it's a, July 4th, it's a special bicentennial <laughs> edition where we actually signed the declaration. But the key was we needed to keep stalling the signing for two years uh, every week, and we had to come up with ways. At one time, remember, um, like a midget sat on it, and then we used it for a Chinese food by accident. And then um, Jefferson kept smoking it one year, you know, like we ripped it up a confetti for New Year's. We had all these plans, you know, like to stall. That's I'm a good... Like, it was the stupidest thing. And you shot these? Sense. No. That's, we oh. made that up, but then we showed everybody the pilot. Like, oh, we performed oh. it live. Oh, okay. It was really funny, right? I mean, that yeah. was like the these best These were one. all like live shows. And now Dave has a football pool where he is Mr. Luchow. Yeah, I hate that. You know, now I'm sick of that name. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's funny. I don't know. I'm bored with it. It's like I got the name in college because... Um, it was an acting teacher who just couldn't get my name right. She was old, and she just kept calling me Mr. Luchow, and I never corrected her. <laughs> Instead of just now, it was so strange. You're Mr. Luchow, you're very funny, but you piss me off. And the the class would just laugh so hard because I never corrected her. I'm like, why? Oh, I didn't know that's where it came from. But that's yeah, funny. and I would raise my hand, and she goes, yes, Mr. Luchow. Thank you. Um, in this scene, <laughs> so you're you you you're always the person. If someone starts calling you the wrong name, you're, you're I go of, with it. Yeah, I don't like too. to correct I, them. You I know, don't know why. But Lenny would correct them right away. Right away. Some yeah. people are like that. Um, at the 
coffee when I go to Starbucks. They're like, what is your name? I go, Brad, that's my coffee name. I do it on purpose <laughs> there. Because I don't want, in case I order something really, you know, like sugary gay kind of stuff. Like, who ordered the hot cocoa with the extra mocha and the extra caramel? I'm like, Brad did. Hey, everybody. <laughs> but David is embarrassed. Dave walked into the apartment and saw the picture of you and Bethel on my wall. <laughs> he told me the, the story. Show, like, so I <laughs> shot. And I told him the story, how it's just making fun of you, basically, is hanging on my wall. Yeah. I love pictures that are put up there for spite. Yeah. <laughs> just to remind Neil who was right and who was wrong. It so, does make me happy. For on 20 the, years. On the edge of success during that. <laughs> That's right. So, Dave, how would you describe... I'm. When people go, what is Dave Juskow? I go, I don't know. Is it comedian? Is it actor? Is it writer? Or is it just modern day ham? That's what I <laughs> well, obviously not the latter being kosher. <laughs> but um, uh, no, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know myself anymore. I really just don't know what to do. I mean, I'm definitely not a comedian because I'm horrible. And um, but you've done it. You recently you get better gigs than I get. Like you'll open for Sarah in like a ten thousand seat room or something. I know. And I, but I for years I would turn them down and then. You know, sometimes then I pick it up and I feel a little more confident. But my, I realize now my material stinks and I'm very bad. I know I could be good if I had material, but I'm not a stand-up comic. I never wanted to be a stand-up comic. But going into stand-up comedy was the only thing that made sense because I like comedy. What was the show? Remember the I show? I would like to be a comic actor. I think that's what I would like the most. That's well, all you've I've done ever, all of But that. that's all I've ever wanted to do. I see. But the actual stand-up, the writing, getting up there, performing, you don't love it. Or no, do you love I it? do not like stand-up comedy. I do no. not. I never have. I don't like watching it. I don't like doing it. But every once in a while, you'll bang out something that's really good. Like, for, you know, the, remember the show on HBO with that Robert Wall show the, um, yeah. when he was a teacher? Oh, when he was a... Oh, yes, the historic... Yes, yeah, yes, whatever yes. that was. You'd be great at that. Yeah, I would be good at that. Yeah, I'd like that very much. So why wouldn't you, like, put, like, I don't know, tape yourself doing something like that? Because I tell people this all the time. You have that one bit... That you would do in front of the guy, you'd warm up the crowd before the Godfather, and you'd bring in like historical, like little nuggets of show business that would turn into like interesting comedy. Like, just tell the one with, tell the other the one with Brady the, Bunch. the Brady one. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're the only one that likes it. <laughs> no, so that's no, probably everybody was well, going nuts. You and Gnome, you got to search out <laughs> no, that audience. This that's, is funny. It, go ahead, tell Neil the thing. The the gag is I mean it's not even a gag, gag it's a it's true, true story yeah. yeah in Greg Brady's tell all Brady Bunch book yeah. he says it was exciting working at the Brady Bunch because they were on the same set as the Godfather when they were filming the Godfather <laughs> I didn't know that same set yeah so it's next exactly door the Paramount Pictures it was right next door he said like it was great you just walked by and Brando's around and stuff because it was night they were filming at seventy one Brady Bunch was sixty eight to seventy four mm-hmm. so I just said that it would be funny if Robert Reed and he was so angry you know we know history has shown us Robert Reed was so angry about that role he had he was so <laughs> he didn't angry. want to be the father he was a serious actor yeah he father. was an idiot so um <laughs> he would come out at the lunch breaks and smoke a cigarette and Al Pacino would be out there with him and he's like what do you got going on today he's like oh I'm killing the heads of the five families it's really messed up he's like, what do you got going on and Greg's gonna start smoking um, then you know it doesn't make him angry, and then it would go because then in nineteen they're filming in seventy three for Godfather two, and it just keeps happening. Like, what do you got going on? I'm like, I got to shoot my own brother in the head today. It's like really hard. Well, what do you got going on? Same stuff. I don't know. Like, you know. Marsha got hit in the nose with a football. Yeah, Come on, it's funny. Yeah, well, we had Joe Namath. 
Uh, yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> he knows he's making a bad show all the whole time, right? No, well, no, so but that's the thing. But it's a that. hit show. It no, keeps that's getting the thing. better it's and a better. Hit show. It's just, I mean, yes, it's fluff. He didn't understand Sherwood Schwartz's vision, which was <laughs> a vision. They're like, they didn't want to talk about Vietnam. They're like, no, it's yeah, just yeah. that. This is what it is. If you don't like it, just leave. Jerk off. Well, he wasn't making the money back then like he would. If he was making the money like he was today, he would have probably loved it. Maybe. Who knows? He, he was. I'm sure money. he was making enough for that day to you know be a successful but series back in the day like, to be a tv actor was lower than yeah. like movie, movie actor. Yes. so you see all these famous movie actors well, if coming, you're you're talking about on the status level not just yeah. money right 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 yeah you were right it's like it's funny nowadays that being a tv star you can become a movie star where back then especially in the 70s like it was very difficult to make the transition and so many people wouldn't do television because like it'll yeah. fuck my movie career the fact that robin williams and and people like that and even michael j fox for it were able to make a transition is a, well, was we, a miracle wait, back then. But we but also, talked about that. But before, when he's shooting the Brady Bunch, though, he doesn't know that the residual checks are going to come flying in. That's, you know what I mean? Like, he we don't probably even know made if they made that deal. A billion do- Who knows? Well, we I, don't know. We heard that they Milligan's had to go Island back. didn't. That's the same Sherwood Schwartz. Oh, they, really? They did not. Everybody thought no, they, they were millionaires, but I don't think did. they... No, they fought it and probably never got the money like they should have. Yeah. See, I think that's what we talked about, how the world had changed. There was like there, mm. the, there was integrity. No one wanted to sell out. So if he would have got the part now, he would have been like... I'll just take a, all the money. I don't care what yeah. I'm doing. I right. don't care you if I have. You would hope, but he I don't looks care if like I'm an a idiot. dick anyway. You know? <laughs> no, know. But that goes back to Mr. Lucha, like failed, because that's like, that would just kill you to be knowing that you, you're you like right next to the greatest film of all time. And you, I mean, that's <laughs> well, that, like, well, that's, that's, the, like that's the what problem. we brought it's up like, was oh that in 1971, they didn't know what was the greatest film of all time. Yeah. They just know Brando's outside. Right. So they don't know. Right. So that's why it's extra funny in 73 when they have complete <laughs> knowledge <laughs> that it's the greatest film of all and time. And they're making the sequel. And they still, you know. And, yeah, and, he and, must have been really uh, pissed. Marsha's going to move up to the attic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on? Oh, we kill Hyman Roth today. You know? <laughs> added that kid who's the you're kid. working with Strasburg <laughs> <laughs> Davy Jones is coming on the show today if you want to meet him <laughs> is oh he gonna sing God. all right I'll stop by you're right it must Johnny have been Bravo. horrible but I claim that you would be perfect at teaching these little nugget lessons I do enjoy that like because you, know, you read I, all those books right you read people's autobiographies you yeah. read like you love show <laughs> I do, business I do I don't. I like but that's that like your podcast cover. Your podcast is great, and it covers. That's a lot all of that. I covers like yeah, seventy yeah, yeah. stuff. And thank God, there's a bunch of people out there who totally get it. And like I'm trying to right now. I'm going to Los Angeles for a couple of days, and like the end of the month, and I'm trying to do a podcast out there. Mm-hmm. And the person I'm trying to get. My, you know, white whale is Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. Because he's, like, somebody tweeted, like, some one of the, like, person that listened to the show, they tweeted him, and he wrote back. He's like, yeah, anytime. Oh, wow. And I was, like, I was, like, so excited. I'm like, you know, Robbie Rist. Oh, perfect. Oh, because he came in at the end of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, he came in, that's... but he's done so much stuff. He was yeah. in this show, Big John, Little John, that I'm obsessed with, where Herb, he turns into Herb Edelman. Uh, <laughs> you know, stuff. And he was in the Bionic Woman. And this is all stuff I oh, knew. Yeah. I don't need the IMDb. I knew his entire, you know. So all right, let work. me throw out a couple of shows that I remember yeah. as a kid. Do you remember a show called Open All Night? Don Adams? Mm, I don't think it was. Was it Don Adams? It was on USA? Uh, no. And this is before USA. It. it was a network show. These are like failed network shows. Yeah, yeah, no. I, uh, Probably I, ABC 1981. No, I don't. Who, who was in it? Well, I couldn't even tell you. Remember a show called. Um, Did you know everything? Uh, Best of the West? Yes, yes, because the Leonard guy's name Fry. was Best. 
Yes. Right, because it was like a takeoff kind of on the Wild, the wild, wild West, West where the guy was... They was thought it was going to be like the next S. Right, it was not good. Not good. No and good. Leonard Fry was a big actor at the time. I don't know who that is. He was in, I think, Boys in the Band. He was like a big Broadway actor and blah, blah, blah. And he had like... But I remember and Best of the West because his name was Best. That's right. I do I've remember never that. even heard Bomb. of these shows. What are no, you talking about? Because they lasted five episodes. Oh, are, yeah. I'm giving Dave five episode shows. Um, Actually, you just reminded me of one, like a five ball four. Based on the book. Oh, man. And they made a TV series yeah. about it. Open All Night was about a convenience store. Oh, like a 7-Eleven. Well, yeah. I think that's oh, was Don, Don Adams. Adams? So okay. Pretty we sure, were all but excited. I thought that was on USA. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't think so. What's the greatest show in your mind not to last? Like, it would it was supposed to be a great TV show. It just And then they chopped it right out. They cut it out. Oh, that's an excellent point. Um, Freaks and Geeks or something, right? Well, that's that what people only, say, but I, I was older at that point, yeah, so that I wasn't paying. I've never couple. seen it, but everybody says, yeah, that should have lasted a lot longer. I don't know. How I did, can't think of it. All right, hand. let me ask him some more Dave Juskow questions while we have three minutes left. Oh, that's it on Dave? Yeah, Gosh, on Dave. We could own, bang. We, we can bang him out. We do know. seven hours at yeah, least. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just had your birthday show at the Village I mean, We're not going to do any more TV shows? Sure. We want to no, do some. No, how did you get... Let's talk about this. Let's talk about... um. How did you get to back in the day? You are like this bizarre whisperer. Like we, when I was doing another podcast, we need David Tell. Nobody can find, even find the guy, and you'll walk in with him. Yeah, or somebody needs to find Sarah do. Silverman. Call Dave Juskow. Or you're like the list crazy liaison. How yeah, did but, you meet these people back? Just well, yes, me and Tell met in 1987. Wow, <laughs> so that's a long so time before you kids were born. Doing stand up. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he yes. does. Um, at Pips in Brooklyn. Oh my God. And uh, we actually, but then we met through Mike Royce, you know, who produces. I know Royce. Um, yeah. Uh, now the once one day at a time, the Spanish version on Netflix with did Norman he? Lear. <laughs> That's I, what he's doing right uh, now. But he did. Uh, well, I got him the job with Raymond. Like Ray I introduced Romano. him to Ray Romano. I had him open for him a couple times. Wow. Like, hey. He was a great comic. I loved watching him. He's all right. Oh, you're talking about Ray Romano? No, Ray. Royce? Royce. He's a horrible comic. He's no, lucky he that wasn't. it all worked out for him. He was like a big host at the strip. He was a host. I mean, at that's, the uh, that's about and where it is. He was great. Ends. His jokes hey, are great. Well, the best part is, you know, we went to college together, ah. me and Mike. So when I feel people, some jealousy coming on. When No, no. When people, Mike is a joy. Uh, but when people would say from college, like, do, am I to understand Mike Royce is doing comedy? <laughs> I mean, it just didn't add up in yeah. any way. The fact that he was able to make it out shows you how smart he is mm -hmm. because a guy like him should never have been a successful <laughs> stand-up comic. I mean, he just doesn't, he doesn't have that kind of thing. You know, well, when you meet somebody what, and you're like, like that guy should he be. But was, he became a writer. That's he's where he smart, found exactly. Yeah, so yeah, he had I very remember. good jokes. He's, if you're smart and you're a good writer, you can be a good comic. You but know? then he ended up the showrunner for Everyone Loves Raymond, yeah, at some point? Not the showrunner for that, but uh, for Men of a Certain Age. Uh, you know, he became one of the producers of everybody loves Raymond, but there were like thirty of Ray's friends, you know. Um, and then, but yeah, that. And then now he's a showrunner all the time. You know, when he leaves this, he'll be a showrunner. Now he's one of the showrunners that you know you you like. Oh, we, yeah. let's get this guy. Yeah, which he's and obviously really good at. What are you still watching all the shows now, like you did when you grew up? Are you watching Netflix? Are you just taking in like all I still that watch stuff a lot of the network Amazon? shows. Oh, <laughs> like, you do. Yeah, I still have a problem. My favorite show on the network is Lucifer on Fox. It's <laughs> really still, really good. Wait, are you still going home and watching traditional TV like yeah. eight o'clock? Nine o'clock. No, 10 Dave and I watch Blacklist. Yeah, right? I watch Blacklist. I'm totally caught up with that. Are I you watch... still into that? I could give up after this year. I could too. Yeah, but I love Spader. That is the issue for me. I worship him, as you know. All right, do and it. So that's the problem. But <laughs> do other than... James Spader, Dave. The Blacklist Spader or Pretty in Pink Spader? Do them both. Whatever you want. <laughs> you have one minute. No, Pretty in Pink right. Spader. Um, well, the Pretty in Pink one was like, Blaine, what are you doing? I mean, it's like... Um... 
would I treat my parents' house like this if I gave a shit? How would you take a shower? It looked like crap. Um, and then there's the blacklist one. Lizzie, I don't mind telling you once I was in Belize and the finest peach I'd ever eaten in my life. That's it. Hilarious. Oh, All right, we're good. done with the day. We'll end on that one. Perfect. All right, All right let's... Uh, it we'll is go- what it is. We're going to go to the second corner. We turn to the left. I like this. You like that? I like the bell. Second one is... a. Cor- Neil came up with this topic for you because it's perfect. Tailgating. Yeah. You, let me thing. set this up. Yeah. yeah. Dave in the goes to like every Giants game and tailgates because he's got a friend out there who's got the world's greatest barbecue set up. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, you've gone through the thing. It's a pretty you don't go deal, to the right? Giants games. You yeah, to well, I stopped all, going. I, Dave's yeah. a Jets fan. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so you go to both of them? No, I stopped. We went to the Jets tailgates and games for 10 years when we got tickets when Parcells, we got season tickets when okay. Parcells took over and then we all became Jets fans, mostly because I was a Giants fan at first, and then we became Jets fan. We followed Parcells. So you'll plan your whole like the you'll plan everything around tailgating. He's not fooling around. Yeah, pretty much. But that so we were really into it for ten years. We went to every game, Jets. But then uh, we got rid of the tickets, and then decided we all wanted to go to the Giants game because when you, when you grow up, it's a much better tailgate. The Giants. So you, yeah. So you'd want to be a Jets fan, but you want to go to the Giants tailgate. It's a much uh. more sophisticated. <laughs> anyway, the Jets <laughs> the is all hamburgers better? and hot dogs. Yeah. The Giants it was always when we went to a Giants one. It was always better. It was filet mignon. It, you know, it was you know fish like cod. It was just always a better tailgate. Oh, it's just farm sardines. to farm to table. <laughs> yeah, no, it was amazing. So now and now we got these guys that are you know, the Maracas brothers that really put together this unbelievable. So you walk through the parking lot. You see ours is pretty sophisticated. It's, it's, he's got a big tailgate. You know, we don't have the Alabama like big truck you know that comes out with everything. But are people but, boozing it up too? Oh. Yeah, but it's like, it's, yeah. what I'm time does drunk it tell yeah, you? Exactly. What time does it start? Like, I get there at 8 a.m., but and I'm the only one. I got a picture. I'm the only one in the parking lot, and I have coffee, and I read the paper. And then my friends get there in around the parking 9. Lot. Yeah, this I is, love this it. This is just a parking lot of a game. You're it's there my eight. favorite Are there other do. people no. around? Uh, just no so one. I'm, I have a picture. It's just my me and so my So you band. don't even pay for parking. You're there before the people come in to... Get well, I get parking. the pass from my friend. He oh, has the. You are there people sitting there? No, nobody. But you like to have that moment to prepare, like that I moment do. alone. Like that's that's. I that's love like a the great parking moment. lot because yeah. we live in Manhattan, so yeah. a wide open space <laughs> is like a dream come true. With the view of Manhattan, it's terrific. <laughs> but after, don't you go out Saturday night and you're like. I've seen you. You get a little tipsy. I once used in a while. to. Now I try now and try and take it on a yeah, Saturday. We used to go out and get wasted and then go to the game on Sunday. And the best thing I did almost two years ago was when Sarah was hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I after I went to the party, party. And then the after party, and then the after after party. I went to the tailgate right after. That was my <laughs> dream. Years. I had planned it for years. There was a guy who used to tailgate at the Jets games who would always wear a blazer. He looked like Sammy Hagar with a blazer, <laughs> and we always were wondering about this guy because he was like, "What did he? Just some guy came up to him in the bar, like, dude." You want Jets tickets tonight? You know, like it's four in the morning. He goes, yeah, we're just going to leave now. Yeah. We always were curious about that guy. Like the and party I was always, never ends. Yeah, the party. Yeah, that, and that's... I say that was my dream <laughs> to come in in a jacket and tie to the tailgate. And I finally got to do it that day. And I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm going to go to the tailgate. It was the next day. My friend picks me up and I was still wasted. And he picked me up with his like his other friend and his son, you know, in the car. And I'm like, what's up, kid? Woo! We're gonna it's like 730 in the morning. Morning or eight o'clock, and um, <laughs> went to the tailgate oh, that day. Yeah, I went to the tailgate. Um, texted Sarah, and I'm like, I'm still up. What's up? <laughs> it was like ten thirty. Went to the game. 
which I usually don't like to go to. I usually just like to go because I really don't care for the game yeah. live. Um, but I had to go just for the story. I went for the first quarter. Then I was like losing it. Went home on the train, <laughs> took a, a tiny nap, had some coffee and saw a Broadway play uh, that night what called the, um, th- This is This is Our Youth with Michael Cera oh, yeah, yeah, with, and uh, Kirkin, Kirky Culkin or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the guy. Uh, with Sarah. Um, and then we went backstage after. And it was so funny because Sarah was dozing off. And nobody would blame her. She just hosted Sarah. <laughs> and the fact that she came to this play. So she goes, listen, I'm going to cut out. I'm going to cut out like right after, right after. You know, I'm not going to go backstage or anything. And I'm like, well, you're, she was dozing. And I could see Michael Cera was looking at her. I'm like, oh, you're, you're going to have to go. Yeah, we were like the third <laughs> oh, row. God. He's like, he's looking at you. He totally knows you're here. And she goes, he was? And I'm like, yeah, now you have to go back. You have no choice. So we went back. And then I went out for dinner. Like it's oh just God. like when do you hit the wall? Yeah, I never did. I don't know, you know. And this is only two years ago. I was already, you know, fifty. I guess that's the greatest like weekend of your life. It was right there. so fun. <laughs> it's just fun that's what I'm when saying. Dave's a bon like vivant. That. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's there's definitely uh yeah. It's definitely a different. And when thing. I go to the Giants game, when I have the ticket and I go and I feel bad wasting the ticket, I don't like to sit in the thing. I like to sit at the wine, the Campo wine bar, yeah. and look out at the parking lot. Boy, that was fun. <laughs> and just keep drinking, watching the red. But zone do you channel. tailgate through the whole game sometimes? Can you I stay have. Or does the tailgate ends? I've never. No, the I've never doesn't I'm not end. A <laughs> oh, you mean there's people out there that through oh, the game? I've stayed through the game before. When we did the Jets, I would stay out there. I was like, I don't want to come in, and they'd see me at halftime through the smiles. They had spirals. Remember the old yeah, spirals? Yeah, yeah. And they'd have binoculars sitting me, seeing there reading the paper. <laughs> and like, if there was, we have to make a video one day. You'd see me reading the paper, and then they'd see me going crazy because all the seagulls would come down, and you'd just see me <laughs> swatting and covering and stuff. But it looked so funny from far away. Um, oh so yeah, I would stay God. out there but why many you, times. I don't. What do you love? Of, like, would you just, are you there for the food? Are you there to get? You're there to hang. Or I'm there you, to get drunk and hang out with people. Yeah. I can't deny. I mean, I know I'm old, but it's like it's still fun to really get wasted with your friends outdoors on a pleasant day. Yeah. Not so much when it gets cold, and and with all your friends and just that's all you're there for is to just get wasted. I have that pictures that I used at the football show yeah. where they were doing the shot ski with that Redskins fan. Oh, remember? Yeah. I mean, he bought a, a, a this thing where all uh, three like people have to drink. Yeah. You know the Redskins arrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he they, was in full headgear, Redskins headgear. <laughs> he like Head whittled dress. this into some kind of drinking device. But no fighting. You're not fighting out there. You're not no, heading this isn't the, We're not the Eagles. You know? <laughs> no, he's very... Silver lining he playbook. Ca- I go down there. They're like, do you want... Would you like to try a scallop? This is a scallop. scallop. Remember how delicious <laughs> those were? They were amazing Amazing though, right? scallop. I'm eating scallops at like 9.30 in the morning. I guess, I we have a bar. We have fun. a bar set up with stools yeah. and everything. And it's amazing that they only set it up for three hours. And they're totally into doing it, yeah. and they fill the thing with ice, and they go, "What can I get you?" And they're shaking the <laughs> drinks and everything. No, it's, people plan their whole life around these tailgates. This we like the we do big, when yeah, we yeah. did the Odd Couple in '99. Yeah. We planned the date around the Jets game. You know, like around the Jets games. We made sure that day there was no Jets game that Sunday. You know, like we. I play my wedding around the Giants. Yes, so. you, well, but that makes sense. You work yeah. for the Giants. We're well. just idiots. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's I love pretty- the tailgates, and that's the worst part when the Giants are good. Unfortunately. The games are later and they're at night, and I like the one o'clock games so I can get there at eight. And the Giants have none, and the Jets have all one o'clock games except for the ones they cannot do like by accident because they're playing on the West Coast or they have that rant the the mandatory Thursday night game. What the, are you, you, know what are you doing this year? The Giants' first home game is Monday, Monday night. night. I'm going. It, so what time is birth. is there a tailgate at four five? But yeah, four o'clock. Three. You don't ever tailgate. No, no like, he, comes he will bust my balls yeah, if I don't go say up, hello. But you're not a tailgating guy. No, I'm not definitely. Well, he not doesn't a like to drink. 
But yeah. you, you, oh, but so, I will try the food. Like if you have good tailgating food, yeah, of course we have I'll nice go. guys there. They're all yeah. nice people, so yeah. it's like fun. What's and your guys, Lee? Yeah, Lee Maracas is yeah. the one. But uh, remember, I told you that story. Um, can you curse on this podcast? Sure. Like really bad. Um, <laughs> s- what I'm saying is, there was a guy, yeah, a security guy from the Giants. Did I ever tell you this? No. And he came over, and we were there by ourselves. It was early, and the security guy came in, parked his car right next to ours. And then he just goes, God, don't you hate niggers? And we're like, what? what? And we're all just like, ha, ha, ha. Because nobody <laughs> knows it's awkward. And yeah. so one of our friends, one of the guys you've met is, he's half black, you know, like, and, but he doesn't look it. So I guess that's why the guy thought it would be okay. This is a security guy at the Meadowlands. At nine in the morning? Yeah. yeah. And then he was making fun of the Jews and stuff. Like the way we offered him some chicken because we didn't know he was prejudiced before we did that. <laughs> he was the security guy. So you're having we, racist chicken? Yeah. <laughs> but like, nobody, the smart thing to do is just let it go and let him go on his way. You know, you yeah. don't, there's no reason to make any trouble. And then, um, you know, my friend was really nice. He let the air out of his tires. Oh, there yeah. you go. So it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, that's but that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was a surprise. But the other one I'm saying, these are really nice guys and they actually appropriately even when something like that ridiculous that yeah. you're not expecting happens. oh it's they have a big party there you can tell where they are yeah, no, I, i'm i'm sold on tailgating i just uh, i never i just i've never gone i don't really even go to a lot of games anymore and so i don't never have never gone tailgating even though i had a lot of friends growing up in texas that were like into tailgating but i always thought it was just junk crappy shove a bunch of burgers in drink a lot of beer no, and then they those are the, well, that's what i'm saying <laughs> when you get older, older then you uh you know you it really go for it and as you know on the 18th um you know with the first home game i'm also egging that woman's house that i got mad at in december and she will never expect it what you're not gonna do this oh yes i am i know exactly i found her address it's right by the metal ends i'm gonna get liquored up and then egg her house i have a lacrosse stick in my car and, and why i'm gonna do you, put why, five eggs in there who and then is this just woman again house. what is she crossing? she's the wife of the drummer of the old band the smithereens from the 80s oh i like this she's the wife of that anymore. drummer yeah and oh, I, I like hate the smithereens her. so do i yeah now are you gonna wrap her didn't house i tell you what happened? happened no what happened tell she, the story my friend do you have time yep i used to date this girl vera and she um was before me, she was dating Pat from the, the lead singer of the Smithereens. Yeah. And she knew that was one of my favorite bands. So on our first date, she took me to see him just playing by himself. And it was awesome. So I, she knows I like, like Smithereens. So we they were playing in December at BB King's. And we went and he, Pat set up the whole thing. So we had tickets. She goes, it's all set. We can get there late. We have the best seats in the house, which are at BB King's, you know, right up front right. at this particular table. And this wife of the drummer put somebody else there. He was the guitarist in Dave Davies' band. Not even Ray Davies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I started getting It's not even Ray Davies. And he's like, you know, I'm like, get up. And Vera's like, no, no, just don't. I'm like, you sure you don't want me to handle this? Because I will, I will handle this. And But it was her show, so I let it go. And she would not move. And she would not move this guy. And those were our seats. They were right in front. So we go a couple tables behind. And then Pat... Is doing, where's Vera? Where's Vera? I want to sing her a song, like a very special song. She was supposed to be in this seat right. so he could sing to her. This <laughs> no. song called, uh, now I can't even remember. It was Blood like Love Roses. Spell or something. No, <laughs> no, no, a really great song. Yeah. Like a love song. Right. That he was singing that made something special to her and him. Mm. And this woman ruined that moment. <laughs> and he, she was singing. So you're going after food. that woman. That's right. How do you You found that woman I found her address When did this happen Just recently December So she'll never see it coming It's almost a year (laughs) So I figure She's right by the Meadowlands I looked at this When I saw their schedule I'm like that's the day That's the day I'm gonna get liquored up And then I'm gonna Let her have it Do you have a picture of her In your your house And just like Look (laughs) at her (laughs) No because she's so unattractive I do not But she was a horrible human being And I hate her 
and she deserves what she gets. Well, there you and go. It's just, no, that's a tailgate. You yeah, go scallops, you go egging, you go, oh my God. I was going to leave the flaming bag of duty, but where am I getting that duty from? Don't you make your own? Well, yes, but that's gross. What was the best game you ever went to tailgating wise? Do you remember the best? First of all, the best tailgate game, and like maybe the food was outstanding or something happened or rather than the egging the house. I think that well, one could qualify. But what was the best game when show? you went in? Talk about fail power. We pitched the show tailgating. About tailgating? Remember? No, we didn't. We're going to go to all the stadiums and tailgate or something. Oh, maybe. But then it's probably since But go ahead, Dave. Tell us. That, that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been perfect you. I feel yeah. like it's already been done, but whatever. Um, the best... Well, I don't... You're talking about the best game that we saw? Yeah, that or the best tailgate. Because whatever. I remember... like there's, there's, One of the best tailgates, we had Jets-Pittsburgh in the snow. And we went in. It was blue. We have pictures, and it was totally snowing years ago, <laughs> and it was like snowing. And we went, and we went, and, and it was just so much fun in the, like a blizzard, just tailgating in the snow. Then when we but went the Steelers, in, we were it's always good. We were fed up because then you just want to get warm. That's <laughs> so, a good point. At the end of the year, are you freezing to death by? Like, I, I don't go anymore in the end of the year. Oh, like I stop they? in November. Yeah, they do. I'm just not interested in being cold anymore. It's too much. I remember I would have to, it would take days to unfreeze because my feet would be cold. I I would put my feet in the fire in a shoe. (laughs) So rank rank these things in your life, tailgating, live theater, or sitcom, like a great. Oh boy, that's, geez, I I don't know. You know, I mean, if you think about it, that day on that last Sunday with the, the Sarah Silverman one was um, I did live theater and tailgate. That was the greatest day. day. <laughs> that is a great day. But then the, the other, you know, I always would keep the tailgate going. Where, oh, I remember what the best day was. It was at, it was one of the Jets games. Got completely hammered. Came back. Kept drinking at this bar, Caliban. Um and watched the 15-inning Met-Braves game. So uh, it must have been like October. Uh, October. and Or maybe it was September. Whatever it was. Met this girl. <laughs> and then I drove her home. And then we you know, did stuff in the car. Nice. Had, you know, and, then, and then I left her uh, panties on. Uh, it was my friend Lee's car <laughs> on, on, the, on her mirror. On his mirror when I dropped it off in the parking garage. And then he got in big trouble from his girlfriend. That is the greatest. We'll end with that one. Why not? Yeah. Nice, Dave. That was a good one. All right. We're going to go to the third corner now. We'd make another turn. That felt like a neat planned button, but it was just, it just wasn't planned. We're going to go to a little history of television here. Dave mentioned this before, and um, we're going to go do Tony Randall as the third corner. That's out of the blue. Tony Randall. That's out of the blue. And the reason we bring this up is because. Dave and I share this one great love, which is the odd couple. And the we saw you and I when we first met. One of the first cool things once you're in the comedy community that somebody said, "This is guy Dave Juskow, he's using comics, and they're going to do two live shows uh, or one li- two episodes of the Odd Couple." Now, my college roommate, who you've met since, Peter is a huge Godfather fan. Obviously, he's been to those shows. Is that a Catch a Rising Star? But he's Star? a huge... No, this one... It started at Catch a Rising Star. Started at Catch a Rising Star. But you guys saw it off-Broadway. We saw it off-Broadway. And it was... Dave put on two full episodes. He played Felix in one, and his friend... What's the guy's name? Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash played Oscar. And then they flipped roles for the, sec- like for the second... Like True West. Like True West. <laughs> like uh, we saw John C. Riley. Uh, you were yeah. before True West. Yeah. Before those True West. He did it before True West. Well, I had heard that's what... Um, 
who's it, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, I guess, when they were on Broadway with it. They did that? I had heard they did that, and that's where I got the idea. Oh. Uh, so but there's no proof of that. And then someone stole from you. That's bullshit. Yeah. Well, me and Kevin were talking about acting and how much we liked acting, and then we're like, let's do something fun. But you, you, you casted, like, you had perfect casting. You had, like, what was Bob Greenberg? He played... <laughs> Bob Greenberg would always play uh, Murray. Murray. Of course. And then, of course, uh, you had Karen Burgreen played Myrna Turner. Right, right, of course. And, like, yes. all these guys sense. are so great. I was... Tom Shalhoub, always as, you know, whoever, Howard Cosell in this particular case. Yeah. But it's always... Everything I always do is... And Tom Shalhoub as... You know, whatever. <laughs> and so I was always thinking, man, that would be so cool to be. And how am I not a part of this? Because I—that's the one script you I know every word. <laughs> no. No, he's like, that was oh, bad. we never do the odd couple. We're gonna do Greece. Uh, I don't. That's different. Sorry, but the odd couple, we loved it. And of course, the, the odd couple was made. I love Klugman. Uh, you and I have talked about this, but Tony Randall makes the show because he yep. is that guy. Yeah, he is Felix. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There probably wasn't a lot of acting. No, <laughs> you know. But he was a great actor. He was, you know. He was, yeah, he was. He, I mean, when you see him in other stuff, it's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Like they tones it down a little bit in the other, and he kind of picked it up for the odd couple. Went he, overboard, and he had a great career. Tony Randall. He lived to great ninety. Career. He had a son. What do we had a kid when he as was a, like eighty? Tell us about Tony man. Randall. Well, I'm assuming he was gay. I guess right. I, I mean, don't. I know he had so. a kid at like eighty, but I mean, wasn't he gay? I, I mean, thought he was, but maybe he, I don't think he was. I don't think he came out. But oh, he it's never like came there was out. so much gay stuff. I mean, first of all, him and Klugman would talk about well, let's do a gay episode. You know, because let's do one where everybody thinks we're gay, but they couldn't possibly do that in right. the seventies. But it made sense. That people would think they were gay or something like that. So they he said was, that they said they wanted. They to wanted do that? to. They wanted to address the oh, fact wow. that why are these Jews two men living together? You well, know, whatever. in New York it seems totally normal. Everybody lives. I know, but I guess they, you know, they just they wanted to address it, but nobody would ever let them do mm-hmm. that. He certainly seems a little that they gay. were gay on the Odd Couple. Not well, that, that those two were gay. Well, no, no, no. He that was just he, a gay he man. He was saying we should address that it's two men living together it, and do the and jokes, maybe but they the, couldn't do right. those back no, then. No, they could not do that, right? And then remember, he was in Love Sydney, which he was supposed to be a gay. That's kind true. Of, it, it was it, he was gay know, they, in Love Sydney. Was he gay or was it said he was? Maybe supposed to did they? I don't know whether they ever said he was gay. No, I remember that when that show came out, there was a big. There were articles about like he was supposed to be gay. What the dad? This is what the, he was supposed to be, but it was never actually, actually said. said. Oh, okay. But the dad from the Brady Bunch was gay. Yeah, he yeah, would no, but so, he came out only at the. He didn't even come out. I mean, but he, he was gay. During yeah, he was the, really so that's gay. A, that's yeah. the irony of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, right it's there. funny because there's this it, well, guy well, that's how about, playing the ultimate father. Not just that, but. Um, the Brady Bunch is the first scene to have a husband and wife in bed together, so it's kind of funny that it was a gay dude. <laughs> like he, they're known for that being like they're they're you know the breaking the wall on that. Um, oh, because before that they slept in separate beds. Yeah, exactly. Like Dick Van Dyke or I Love Lucy, always <laughs> oh, separate beds. Right. And that's the first well, show that ever had, which is so funny yeah. because it's so family oriented and stuff. It's funny that that was the one that you would think it would be something well, else. Separate beds there. I know it's so weird that it was just separate beds like that back in the day. That was the thing that. That was the thing that they but thought was that better the most because separate beds. Thing. They they th- that represents a failed marriage. You know, if you're two people s- separate bed, you yeah, like, this is awful. But it's so but, odd. Why would they care if people are married in the show? Why would they care if they're in the same you know, bed? Same bed. It, it's I mean, everybody's so weird. in the same bed. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. It's an easier two shot as far as. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, um, so then Tony Randall did. Um, what was the show where he was the judge? 
I yeah. actually love that show because I like the theme music. I play it all the time from YouTube. Um, it's I look it up all the time. What is the name of that show? Um, it takes place in Philadelphia. That's right. And Seinfeld's dad was in it too. And what? Yeah, Barney Martin. You know? No, no. Sorry, sorry. The guy who played these shows. But the Odd Couple. Do you look at old New York and you? Wait, it's killing me now that I can't remember. Because uh, yeah, go ahead, keep going. But the Odd Couple, though the uh, the thing about the Odd Couple, Tony, was that it that New York, like where he da dun da dun da dun, he picks yeah. up the like the cigar on the street, yeah. you know, because he's the is that that New York relates to you? Like, do you do you glorify that New York? Do you think that New York was better than the New York we live in now? No, that I to me, even though on that show it looks like fun, that was scary New York in my mind. I still have a trouble walking down Forty Second Street between Seventh and Eighth Avenue because <laughs> in my mind it'll always be nineteen seventy six, and it was horribly scary for you a got little to boy. New York when. Well, no, I mean, I would come in with my dad or something. You yeah. know? I mean, I only grew up 30 miles away. So. But when you li- moved here by yourself... I moved here did. in 87. <laughs> oh, so it was dumpy. Disgusting. It was, and right? And 42nd yeah. Street was terrifying. What's the name? The Tony Randall Show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're <laughs> such jerks. <laughs> we just ruined all credibility uh, of everything. You just, you just ruined yeah, everything. We're the worst It'll people ever. Years to get it's got my, one of my favorite See, lines. I'm I'm the, that, I don't think Tony Randall ever made anything after that. I, I thought he just did the odd Oh, no, this show was pretty good. The Tony Randall Show. Wait, what's your Line? But he go. There was a guy that came in oh, as, no. who kept introducing himself, and his name was Mario Lanza. Oh, remember that? And no, just I don't. Go, Judge Franklin, Mario Lanza, and he'd like, yes, Mario, I know who you are. <laughs> you know, every single time, Judge Franklin, Mario. Well, Lanza. the reason he kept getting shows, you understand, is because even though The Odd Couple was a five-year bomb, when it went into syndication, it was so huge. So everybody, they're like, let's get another Tony Randall, let's get Jack Klugman doing. So you know, yep. that's why. They, he would just keep getting shows and getting shows because yeah, Paul Lynn, you know. Tony Randall, those are the those are the big two guys. And well, maybe the guy from Bewitch. I know, ran, I know ran. you do Paul Lynn. I just, I just set you up for that one. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, in, in Greece, um, Alice Ghostly is in it, and she was also in Bewitched. But it is said that Paul Lynn stole his cadence from her. If you notice, she's always like, I'm Esmeralda. She talks exactly <laughs> oh, the same. That is kind of true. So I looked it up, and that's why I was, and then I found out she hated him for years. They ended up on the same show, oh. but he stole his manner from her. They were both comics <laughs> in like the 50s. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. So in Greece, I'm totally doing, I've cut a whole bunch of stuff out, but I'm doing her lines as Paul. There's uh. no way I'm letting that go. These Parts on the car so hot. <laughs> That's good. It could be either one. You right. T-Bird's got to relax. <laughs> I love that everybody just steals from everybody. Like, <laughs> but you think it's you just know them, so that's the original thing, but you don't realize yeah. everybody just stole from everybody. The Tony Randall show was 1976 to 78, two years, but, but, basically. But, 44 episodes. But think about this in, yeah. with Tony Randall mm-hmm. and The Odd Couple. It's very clear we know now uh, what kind of person Tony Randall was like. We know he liked the opera for real for real right he my was dad, that guy my dad saw him at the opera many times oh, and they would see each other he was a broadway like, guy he was an opera guy he was a neat guy it was everything right that so guy it's was. fascinating yeah. he must have had a lot of influence or must have been very close with gary marshall uh, because so much of his, I mean, what are the odds they're going to have like an opera, a famous opera singer on a TV show? It must have been so easy know? for them. Yeah. And I think he, no, from what I read, he was the one that would get him the guest. Let's get Edward Villella. That, right, right, exactly. The ballet. The ballet. Exactly. So it, how interesting, it, where, where are you going to see that on a TV series a lot? That you know, was a bomb, like you said? Five-year bomb. 
five year bomb. Oh, I thought it was like a successful no. show. Oh, With I the Odd Couple. Yep. Yeah, it did better in reruns. No, it was. Uh, it, it wasn't was a bomb. Friday. I thought it, it did was a bomb. But the Broadway okay. show. They just was, let the Broadway show was super popular. They are great. Yes, no, the Broadway show was, but and and the movie they all. For us, we hate them. Like they're just so boring because the, the TV show just, yeah. you know, is amazing. The, the first season of the TV show, they made very much like the movie and the show, yes. which wasn't good. And then once they kind of widened it out and made it very sitcommy, it just totally took off. Yeah, but um, not, but bomb. not for ratings wise, because the way it would go was um, it was the Brady Bunch at eight, the Partridge Family at eight thirty, some random show at nine, and then the Odd Couple at nine thirty on just, ABC on ABC, mm-hmm. and it just didn't fit into. The, that family or it was room 222 at night I remember the entire lineup <laughs> and none of and the odd couple did not fit and if you think about all those shows the Brady Bunch the Partridge Family room yeah. 220 where does the odd couple fit into that well that's that? the adult one at 930 it should be right but um, yeah it was just a bomb and it took off but, like Star Trek but that's what I was saying earlier you you to now when you watch TV you don't have a block there's not a block that you like now like that like that's all gone oh, that like world's gone the Big gone. Bang Theory Oh, but the block. Is oh, there a block? Mean. Like, do you go home on a Wednesday well, was, night and go, this is a great... Like, is there a block on a night on TV now that you love? Yeah, no, they don't do that anymore. You don't even, you're they, out of it. Well, no after the Seinfeld, the must-see TV from the 90s. They, they can't find... They I can't mean, I talk it. about this a lot because, you know, they just... They can't find... I've played shows that they think are going to be the end-all. Like, uh, James Brooks' last show, which was, like, moving back in or something. It was with Patrick Warburton. Right. Um, some whore, you know, I'm saying because they always, <laughs> it's always some woman that you're never going to see again. Again, and the girl from iCarly, it really seemed like, and she's moving back in, and, and then some other girl, and it was so obvious that the show stunk, and they did a big thing for James, not James Brooks, I'm sorry, I got it wrong, it's um, the, the guy who directs all the TV shows, Burroughs, maybe? James Burroughs. Okay, yeah. sorry, I always say Brooks. Um, so, yeah, so they had a big two-hour, this is all the stuff that he's done, and then they oh, kept yeah. showing this new show, and they, and they kept showing that Mike and Molly, which doesn't fit into Cheers, <laughs> and Mary Tyler Moore, or whatever whatever he's done, and, and all the really amazing ones, and even Will and Grace, and then they're saying, but Mike and Molly was amazing, and they're like, grow up, this this does not fit in, and then they're like, and this new show's gonna be a pack, it's canceled in six weeks, I mean, it was obviously, it sucked, and so they can't find one, there was another one with Alicia Cuthbert, um, one oh, from 24. That's right. Where she played a lesbian and she was marrying a, a, like a straight kid. They're having a baby together. And I was, and it was produced by <laughs> Ellen. And I'm like, this is such a bag of shit. And they keep saying, no, it's going to be the greatest show. And I played clips on it from my, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is horrible. And then it's kind of funny because they had out, I had some outtakes and they were better than the actual show that they were airing. It's weird. So that world's gone, but that it's ne- gone. The, but the, the network still try to, the networks are still trying to do that. Yes, they're because, still, because they're still like King and Queens and then this next well, show. That's, this CBS is the greatest- has got it still right because. Because the, because the Big Bang Theory is the biggest show on television. It's the biggest ratings. It it's up there with NFL football on Sunday nights. It's the only, it's next to it every week. I yeah. go over the ratings all the time, and I sit there and I will watch a block of the Big Bang Theory on TBS every weekend. I mean that's what I watch. <laughs> but I mean I like that show. So CBS has got it right because what they did they you know the King of Queens which I never cared for but they bought Kevin James back. For this new show oh, yeah. called Kevin Can Wait. That's right. Yeah. And we know the show well. Yeah, you it's do? A big hit. Because Corielli, Pete Corielli is a great comic, writes on that show. Okay. So anyway, it's it's 
kick it's killing ass because it's Kevin James people yeah, he's still yeah, a right. big star he's which really is why funny. they asked him. it's just like with Tony Randall like you got to come back you got to come back yeah. they give him a shitload of money so but it's so obvious that it wasn't doing well enough that they got rid of his wife and now Leah Remini is back it's basically <laughs> they're just redoing the King of Queens I mean That's they right. just bought her back for a guest spot and they're like yeah let's just bring her we'll get rid of the wife we're just gonna bring her back full time I don't know what her relationship in it is at this point but now she it's him and her again so that's yes. a block that's worthy which of makes, that. I'll which tell you the relationship the, which makes the Matt LeBlanc show after oh that's right he's there because this is a which again that stupid odd couple remake which we hated yes. was only got a second season because it aired after the Big Bang Theory that's right so CBS keeps trying but I'll watch episode Matt LeBlanc I'll watch episodes but I won't watch the show on regular TV it's like right. I'm hooked to well I'm, episodes I'm, is a very funny show right we talked show. about the laugh track last time because I was like okay yeah, maybe that, maybe maybe I'm over maybe it's a laugh track that's messing things I don't know well, but it's very way, obvious I've made, a, I've made a change that I can't I'm just addicted to watch a Netflix. Sure, that Amazon. makes sense. That makes sense. Well, that's what all all Americans have grown. They still know, don't but... seem to get it. Nobody wants the laugh track anymore. Yeah, but the network's still trying to do a block. They still like because they're just coming from because when you see something like The Big Bang Theory, which is the most successful show on television, and it's in the old fashioned Desi Arnaz three camera shoot with the audience. <laughs> yeah. why wouldn't you? Know, that's all yeah. they do is copy each other. Yeah. That's what, have you heard of the Young Sheldon? There's a spinoff yeah. for the Big Bang Theory starting September Sheldon. 25th. It's about him when he was nine in college. It's it's a brilliant <laughs> oh, idea, but it's... but it's not a. I don't think it's an audience thing. I think they are doing it differently. Oh, okay. Interesting. Tony Randall nominated for five Golden Globe awards and six Emmy awards, winning one Emmy in '75 for his work on the sitcom The Odd Couple. So he did see he won he won the the um, that was the last the season Emmy. Yeah, that was probably that they do that a lot, didn't? Uh, in 1993, you know. he received what for a bomb. That's pretty good. In 1993, he receives the Hundred Year Association of New York's Gold Medal Award in recognition for outstanding contributions to the city of New York. Pace University graduate and honorary doctorate degree in but, but, 2003. Uh, Hold on, 1999, the City of College of New York honored Randall with the John H. Finley Award for outstanding service to the city of New York. Um, so, Thirty Rock has won a whole bunch of awards, and it was a bomb. 30, who? 30 Rock won every award, and it was a bomb. <laughs> it, it did not do well in the ratings. That's oh, why it's it kind of a joke. Years yeah. and years. Yeah, but it was a bomb. And they're redoing it for something, right? What? Isn't it? Telling you, I don't know, Aren't but it was a bomb. No, it was a bomb ratings-wise. Oh, I didn't know that. I but it was it... critically acclaimed, and they won a bunch of awards. I'm just saying, you know, people, you know, people that's that on TV comedy, know. That's that whole comedy, especially from stand-up comedy, you get bombarded with it, that whole industry. I mean, like, I think about... You're killing... And you don't get the show, and then they love the industry. Always like right. The, so how does John a, Larroquette win four Emmys in a row for <laughs> Night Court? You know, I mean he that show. He's okay. <laughs> four in a row. Do you know he had to withdraw the fifth time? He's like, dude, I'm embarrassed. He's, I like that about him. He's I never like, watched. He withdraws. Court. Now the question is, why do I know that knowledge? Yeah, exactly. Why? It's so funny know. you bring up Night Sticks Court. In my brain. For some weird reason, that's funny that you brought up Night Court. Some, I, you know what? When we go to Pennsylvania, I only have me TV. Like we don't have any TV, so the only thing that comes in on this old TV with this antenna. Me TV isn't on. Night Court's not on me TV. I, well, it was, it's whatever, on a different one. Like whatever it is, I turn and and I turn the Night Court, 
And of course, they're having a serious moment on night. Oh, that's, that's the worst. <laughs> and I love when that's the he the, the oh MeTV is doing that all week. They're having these very special episodes. You're, uh, if you're talking like, about recently, yeah, that's like your network. Facts that's like of Life, MeTV, all that. Yeah. yeah, when I watch MeTV, I feel like I'm in like a time machine. It reminds me of like my, my well, childhood. Well, Sunday but, nights they have the old Friday night or the old Saturday night line- lineup. They have Mary Tyler Moore, Bob Newhart, um, the Odd Couple, the Honeymooners, all in a row. Can you believe Taxi. that was Saturday night? I can't. I can't even for the life of and me people realize wa- that Saturday stay home and watch was it. so exciting. Yeah. yeah. And I remember watching it. You know, like It was the best thing that there yeah. was something on Saturday night. What was Carol night? Burnett? Saturday, Saturday night, night at Saturday 10 night. o'clock, yeah. right after Bob Newhart. That's my, that was my thing. I used to beg my parents to stay up to watch sure. Carol Burnett. All right, wrap up the Tony Randall segment for us. Give me something I don't know. I'm pretty sure I gave you everything. We gave you everything? <laughs> About Tony Randall? He had a theater company. I went to see a show on Broadway. Hey, he, was, he was so into theater. It was Sunshine great. Sunshine Boys on Broadway. I looked through. I think that's what I saw. Because he, he had the, He was doing... He was just constantly... He had started his own theater company. Yeah. And had that uh, at the theater. What is it? The Lin, Lin, he loved the theater. Lin, Lyceum it was or terrific. whatever it's called. Give and me he, a Tony Randall line from The Odd Couple. Oh. Did you ever know on Monday I didn't bake? <laughs> what about the, no, the snore. Now we're done. The snore. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Nah, nah. I can't, I can't do that. All right, now we're going to do the, uh, we're going to new segment that Neil and I oh. have come up with, and we figured we'd try it out on Dave because he's perfect for this. We'll see how many of these we can get through. There are 20 of them, but I don't, I don't even know if we can get through 20 of them with Dave because it probably prompt discussions. So this is called This, That, or The Other Thing. We're going to give you a choice of one of two things. If you have something to say on it, then you'll say it. If not, then we'll just go on to the next one. Yes, I think your T-shirt's gay. Oh, wait. What? You haven't started. You haven't started. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Ready? And wait, we'll start. What did you, <laughs> you say about a t-shirt? I love the morning zoo stuff. What's the matter with my t-shirt? Hey, uh, hey, hey Under Armour. What's happening? Wait, you know what I found out at Under Armour? Yeah. I was at a field and stream, and they make a whole line of like hunting gear, hunting Under sports Armour? gear. Under Armour. Well, Under Armour also, I was almost not wearing it because the CEO back. Uh, our friend there. Yeah, so the I know I, I, that makes sense because he's we don't literally talk got. It. If you want to hunt deer, you got to put some Under Armour. But now camo- Under Armour camouflage. Since, since uh, you know. La- oh, the, that's uh, right. He withdrew himself. He withdrew from himself. That. Yeah, yeah. So. He's got I'm back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> His shirts fit me nice. All right, let's see. Uh, it's a good color. Number one, Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Pepsi. Okay. Really? Although lately. I've kind of changed back to Coke. I was always a Pepsi person, but lately I've been doing the Coke. Neil? Wait, wait, no, you, wait, you didn't originally go for Coke. No, right? always Pepsi. I love Pepsi. Right away? Wow. It, may, it seemed more thirst quenching. It I seems just sweet. No, I went for Coke. I like Pepsi sweet. always seemed mm. like Burger King. I feel like the real deal. They sold me on the real deal. I, advertising works on me. Uh, it works on me too, but I always liked Pepsi because they also in the seventies used to have something called Pepsi Light, which was uh, the time is right for Pepsi Light. Lemony le- advertising. Pepsi like we put a little lemony taste in and took out half the calories. That's song. So that sold you. Advertising yeah. works on YouTube. I don't know why. Though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It was a it was a good looking can. Oh, he's like sucked. light Have blue. Have you done a lot of yellow. commercials too? You booked a lot. No, of no, I've never. I've gone on that. I never booked them. Oh, you never. And done then I stopped after. I think we were on one together where we had to take off our tops, and I was like, "That's it." We talk <laughs> yeah. about this on the show. As soon as you got to take off your shirt, it's over. Yeah, me and him, we were on the same thing, I think. And and then and then there was another one where I was like, oh, "Now it's, it's definitely a we auditioned for a Burger King commercial," and then found out that the audition was playing that guy who's in the Burger King costume. You know, that one that's right now with the mask. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Well, that's speaking it. of old TV, there was a time when Magnum P.I. was hitting, hair was in. Yeah, that's that's when you'd roll out. Not the, our not bodies. <laughs> or, sorry, but I'm, our right. bodies have never been in. But the hair has been in. Number yeah. two, Mac or PC? Oh, a total PC. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, thank God. How buddy. is that possible? I don't 
Never Mac. Never. Yes. But it's I have an, I have an Android phone. That's like saying you're not creative. What? I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> Wait, that's a, there is something to the, that. You didn't buy you the original, the original iMac with the colors, the blueberry. Nope. Color. I've said this a million times. You know who Mac people? Mac people are. It's great for kids with autism, <laughs> <laughs> old ladies, <laughs> like people who just go. I get that. I just want to point that stuff. Exactly. That's neat. No, I like the scientific part of uh, the PC. Okay. I like being able to uh, code on that. It's the people that really want to make a change in the world. Yeah, all right. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Uh, yeah, I don't care for. Uh, uh, you gotta, I'm gonna go actually, Dave's at dinner. Really? Well, you seem like I such like, a like. Uh, uh, it's nice weird because night see, out. I have a regular job, right? So right. lunch is like the most important thing to me because I'm at that job. Meanwhile, on the weekends, dinner is the best. Nice. I'm gonna go ahead and answer for him. I think he likes dinner <laughs> because he likes tailgating. He likes dinner at breakfast. Oh, that's interesting. There you go. Uh, How do you take that? Too. He combines take them all. That. But I actually, have definitely the, no breakfast. No, I don't. The like tailgate that. is all in one. <laughs> really? No, you can have anything there. You're eating your dinner at breakfast. That's but what I, mean. I get excited out. if people want to have dinner with me at a restaurant. You know, like a person. So I do like. I think I like dinner, but an early dinner. Wait for uh, your like brunch. Seven but o'clock. That's the brunch Whoa. dilemma. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Every <laughs> time I see these, when you go out to like. Artie's birthday, or your Artie Lang, or, yeah. or Dave Attell, yeah. or your birthday, and Russ Benito. Well, it's always this like fancy dinner at a fancy place. Is that what time is that happening? It's eleven o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's night. The worst. Yeah, oh. I hate that. Oh, that's the worst dinner. You would do it at what five thirty? Uh, no, I would like to do it at, like seven o'clock. My dream Saturday night, if even if I have a girlfriend, would would be nice. Um, is to, but that's probably why I don't have one. We have dinner at like seven o'clock and then I have coffee at the end of the night of the end of the dinner. And then I go home and watch TV till six in the morning. Now I don't know why I'm not married or don't have a girlfriend. It's weird, right? Did you put that on a profile? Cause I think that would just catch <laughs> oh, everybody. <laughs> a dating profile. There's only one girl I think would go for it. And she, one day we were watching Spider-Man two and I knew all the lines. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're going to test you on that one. Cause oh. we have a friend, Peter. Peter Voris, as you know, uh, who is in Spider-Man. Do you know oh, his line? Of course line? I know he's in Spider-Man. Of course I do. I am fine. That's right. Yes. No, of course I know. I know all the lines. It makes me happy that he's in it. It makes me really happy. I know it all. Absolutely. He's the acting teacher who's standing off in the he's wings a, while no, he's she like goes a, dry, He's like right? the theater producer. Like yes. the manager. Like yeah. the manager. Stage, stage manager. manager. Stage manager. So I love that he was in that. So the she goes, so was uh, that idiot Asif. That's right. It's so, so funny because he didn't get invited back to the sequel, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, upset that he wasn't. I was like, yeah. really? I thought he was really funny. I mean, that's like a dream come true that he's in. Spider-Man 2 is one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Well, he's like, I'm going to be in Spider-Man 2. We all have to go. We have to. So we go to spider-man 2 and then that's the part so for what you, know, you guys are so mean no but that's i mean the part it was the way amazing. he said that i thought no, I, but I know how we hard were impressed that he was too. i was impressed yeah. that he was in it but he made like this thing i thought he was gonna have like this huge part oh i see that's the way he built it up and then he so he i, cut, I didn't think I, like I, that I though thought i was, thought it was a huge part that the fact that he got isn't in it the movie, i am glad is his line you might be i am glad i am glad because when he called hold on when he called me up and he he, he goes, uh, I go, we went to see your movie. I'm so happy I went to see it. In fact, I am glad. <laughs> I am glad. <laughs> uh, there's nothing better than busting that guy's ball. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was the pinnacle. It, that's where it peaked. Oh, I love that movie so much. It's so good. It's a good movie. It's yeah. one of the best movies. Did you like the new Spider-Man? 
Did you see it? Oh, I, I didn't see it. I'm dying to That's see it. Good. I never go to the movies. I, it's pretty I don't good. Go to the movies. I usually wait. If it, we Neil and I talked about this, but if you had to go see that no. or Dunkirk, I'm going Spider Man. No, I'll always go Spider Man. I would never see a World no, War II. I hate Dunkirk. historical movies. It goes oh, to the revolution. Interesting. It's I yeah, I can't stand so yeah, I I'm dying to see I I enjoyed the first amazing Spider Man with that idiot, that British guy. And then um, that second one was horrible, horrible mm. with Emma Stone, you know, that really yeah. bad. And that soured me a little. This when did you start watching TV? Like, how old Neil. were you? Sorry, oh. this, this, and that. You're off the beaten track. <laughs> this is this, that, this or the guy, other this thing. This is making me crazy yeah. over here. Politics. Like the intake oh. of TV. Politics. Obama politics, or politics. Trump. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, in what sense? Say that again? What whatever. I'm just saying whatever sense you want to interpret it. You can go another thing. Read it again? This, that, or the other thing. Oh, politics. Obama or Trump. Well, see, I don't, How hard I don't dislike. Yeah. Why do I have to I read know. that twice? Just say Obama, I don't please. dislike uh, Trump oh, like everyone dislike else. dislike Trump? But I really, really liked Obama, but I didn't think he was a great president. You liked his TV show, Trump? No. <laughs> the show, whatever it's called. Are you the talking about the presidency? No, the That's what I thought he was talking about. But I will tell you this. I mean, I was didn't vote for Obama the first time. I voted for him the second time. But I went to see Hamilton and it was a Democratic fundraiser, and he spoke at it. Obama and he did. was amazing, and it was really exciting to see Obama a standing president. Obama was in the president. theater? He, yeah, he, he, well, he came after because he had already seen the show three times. It was a special performance for him and a Democratic fundraiser for Hillary, Yeah, and um, they did it at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Monday, and then he came and spoke, and he was amazing. He was amazing. And then and I you were at this event? Yeah, it was really Where cool. Where was the event? In the theater? At the theater, yeah. Oh, at the theater. Wow, okay. Yeah, you had to like do a, you had to pick up the tickets at a special like, time on Sunday. It was during the marathon, I remember, because I was mm-hmm. hammered. Because there was a Jets game at 9.30 in the morning. So <laughs> I was right. hammered, and I took the city bike over to the thing. You had to get there at the exact time. And then I took the, and then I was nervous that the Secret Service was going to take my weed. And uh, then, But then I got the tickets, and then we had to get there at like 3.30, and the show started at 5, and then there was a break, and they served you like airplane food dinner at your seat while the president, you know, got oh, there. Wow. And then he spoke, and he was hilarious. He was so funny. He was already, you know, out of getting out of office, but he was still the president. Yeah. And he was just leaning on the podium and having a good time. He's like... I, why? How do they not think global warming's a thing? <laughs> it's just science. He was so funny. He was amazing. Yeah, and it's you know, weird. that's he's it's so great. I and they, I mean, I mean, okay. So in that sense, would I want to meet and hang out with Obama? Absolutely, yes. Yes. All right, so All right. There you go. We'll go to the next one. Pizza, New York style, Chicago style. Any other style? Yeah, Fiori's is the best pizza for me. Fiori's. Now remember, Fiori's down. It's Irene's husband's place on Bleecker, oh. right next Irene to the Irene Bremis. Uh huh. Her husband owns a pizza place? Uh, what I think is the best pizza in the city. Now, remember, Are pizza. No, it's fantastic. Where is it? Bleecker Street between Sullivan and Thompson. Okay. Called Fiori's, named after a guy who died in 9 11 because he's a firefighter. So I'm not plugging the place. I'm just saying okay. it, it's the best pizza in the and city. It's a slice for me. place? Yeah. And, but remember that pizza is a personal thing. Correct. So some people like the deep dish. I like this pizza because we have the same taste. Me and this guy, uh, Steve, her husband, have the same taste. Uh, A little bit thinner crust. Not thin crust. A thinner crust really concentrating on the sauce. But not wood-burning oven. Not wood-burning oven. Not wood-burning oven. Just regular pizza oven. No. And it's fantastic. I think it's the best. And I always buy pizzas for the people at the Comedy Cellar. When I win money 
uh, the Monday Night Football boy, he drops <laughs> off the money there for me, and I pick it up, and then uh. I pay a pizza for it. So they're always rooting for whatever I have on Monday nights <laughs> at the cellar because I buy the staff a pizza if oh, I win. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Monday nights. Yeah. Yeah. It's like pizza. with chicken wings. You know how I have chicken wings every Monday yes. at that yeah. place, Lansdowne Road? That place has the best buffalo wings in the city, and it's hands down, and there's no nobody can say anything because buffalo chicken wings have to be made one certain way. And what about wait, buffalo chicken where wings? Where is that? Lansdowne? Lansdowne Road, 43rd and 10th. Okay. I'm Better there every Blondies? Monday night. Oh, I've been Ten there with you. Ten times better than Blondie's. Oh, seriously? I like Blondie's. Blondie's is horrible. Oh, okay. And good. they don't compare. Have okay. you been but to Albany and had wings in Albany? No, or I have Buffalo? not. But I heard oh. the Anchor Bar is coming here to 57th Street. Really? Yeah, yeah, I heard. So but, I don't know. This will be interesting. Back to pizza. Back to pizza. Yeah. Domino's? I love Domino's. I know. What? I love I it. I order oh, it. I love it. But not when I want pizza. I need a buzzer. I mean, I order Domino's for Domino's. I get the pizza. Better than Papa John's? But I don't consider it pizza. It's not pizza. I consider it Domino's. Okay. But if you like Trump, John's. I've never had Papa John's. <laughs> Domino's in New I York. I love Domino's. You should be flogged. I don't know why. There's something about it. I guess you know oh, when I went to school, it was there, and we had the pizza. And that yeah, was the but only you're pizza had. you have been in school in 25, 30 years. I know, like, come so on. I still need the the fix. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Ithaca College. Okay. Ithaca, you New went York. To, no wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> All of these arch enemies. <laughs> All right, let's do the next one. Uh, we're on eight. We're never gonna make it. But cab, Uber, subway, and for you, city bike. City bike. City bike. I hate cabs. Um, I I don't mind the subway, but I. I will always take City Bike over everything else. Yeah, he got here That's on the a City Bike to today. Like you yeah. signed up for the, the the yearly membership. Oh, absolutely! Right away. I couldn't. I was so happy when I was in D.C. and they had the bike share. I'm like, why isn't this in New York? And I'm like, it'll never come here. It's one of two Thrill. ways you can Signed probably up right away. You can make a pro. You could you take advantage of the city. I do. Yeah, because like if you're in a subway and you're a comic, you get it. You know, That's it changed my life around. Day. I mean, for me to get, I walk to work every day, so that's why I never take the subway. Although I have lots of cards. Um, and it takes me 20 minutes with the city bike. It takes me seven minutes. And you, you like, know? you just take, I've never done the city bike. So you just take it, boom, park into some next place. And That's the yeah. brilliance. I've always wanted to ride a bike and people are like, why don't you buy a bike? Why don't you buy a bike? Where they do you put it? it? Yeah. Everybody's going to steal it. And they work. This is the most perfect thing. You just leave it and you walk away. But the tires are always full. Of always. Never had a problem. Seriously? Never had a problem. I mean, sometimes. I do it. Yeah, but, but sometimes the racks, there's no bikes in Midtown. I can't get a bike home. Right. There's no racks. That's when funny. I go to get wings on Monday, all I want to do is get the one on 44th and 5th and drive it to 43rd and 10th. There is no bikes in the Times Square area at that time and th- and then the racks are all full on 43rd and 10th yes. so there's no way to win. I have to walk over there. It's and you're so f- riding in traffic? You're just wherever? Yeah, I got, had to get used to that and now it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you almost get killed all the time and I don't Wait, wear a helmet. You've done a city bike? Of course. Gina Seriously? bought a whole thing. Yeah, I think. It's so convenient. Like I took it I here across that. town. Yeah, it's a little... Coming Depends here when is, you go. Going Sunday's across good. town is terrifying, but it's fun. Yeah. But because you don't, you know, there are only certain avenues that have dedicated bike, lane, bike lanes. Because right? if you have your own bike, you're screwed. I think Eighth Avenue has a dedicated one. Yes. Um, and so does east Ninth side. going down. East, a lot of the, the east no, side ones. Yeah, and then the east is only first and second. Uh, yeah. Those are the only dedicated bike. If lanes. you don't have the right lane, you're in traffic. How much is the monthly membership? In, in the Midtown Tunnel, you're in a shared bike lane. I mean, that's like the worst thing that there is a shared <laughs> bike lane. Well, unfortunately, the cars don't know that, so they just get angry. Um, it used to be ninety nine bucks, and it, they really, if they were losing a fortune, so they raised it to one hundred and fifty for a year. It's totally worth it. Oh, wow, I'd probably okay. save a much more than that, not taking. It's like cash. twelve a year. Because it's twelve dollars a, a day. No, if you just want, if you decided today you want to do it for the no, day. No, but for the year it's nine, hundred fifty bucks for the year. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's like ten. But rides, they have day rides too. Oh, I'm gonna they take a picture. Rides, I'm gonna too. do it. 
Oh, Instagram. Twelve rides. Um, Is there, well, front of, I've t- actually now they've expanded it, so I've t- taken it from Brooklyn. Like I took it from uh, Williamsburg the other day for the first time, uh, and you only have if you have the subscription, you have forty-five minutes uh, to get to the next docking right, station. Right. You have to take it to the next docking station. Otherwise, you get charged. Again. And I uh, made it back. Th- oh, from Dumbo that I'll day, I made it back in forty-six. Wait, two minutes. You taking off? I'll be right back. <laughs> Neil's going to the bathroom. Everyone, you know. My friend Memo does it, and I'm like, go beforehand, dummy, yeah. if you well, feel did. like your bladder's he stupid. He did. He's having a problem. So he's an old man. He is. He's turned into an old man. All right, let's keep going. That's, this is so that's be City Bike. Now. Well, no, let's talk about There's literally this two minutes left. This guy just does not get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't edit that. Okay. <laughs> Preferable boss, man or woman? Man. <laughs> it's a fact. Come on. Will you tell the story? Of oh, when I the got cake, or yeah, any the, of them, any wait, of your the cake. Oh, that I bought for the fat girl at the <laughs> office. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, during the there's a humongous fat girl at our office. She's disgusting. And um, All right, I, he's telling a story. I, the thing was, preferable boss, man or woman, and Dave is telling a story about uh, this giant woman it. in her office. I heard it. Yeah. There's a big fat girl at our office. She must be oh, 350 pounds, and um, <laughs> and, hates I, and Dave. I don't care. And and when people come in, I make fun of her, and they're like, you're mean. And then a month later, they realize she is just an asshole. <laughs> uh, she hates Jews, gays, and blacks in that order, I'm pretty sure. And she's just a nasty person. And I've been suspended twice at this firm. She's come into the uh, reception area and goes, somebody should take a shot at Obama, because she's a Republican. Oh, somebody should kill Obama. This is what she, and she's never gotten suspended because they're afraid to fire the fat girl. Anyway, during the eclipse, we all went out this window on the ledge of our building. Thing. Um, you had to climb through the window to see the eclipse and the fat girl was there and I was like please somebody coax her to come out and I'll film it I'll put it on YouTube fat girl goes to see eclipse I mean but they were like you're mean and I'm like no come on we'll make a fortune and they wouldn't let me do it like, you're gonna get fired I'm like well you know what that's worth getting fired people why'd you get fired oh I took a video of a fat girl trying to get out the window to see the eclipse people get so uptight I hate it Meanwhile, she's always say she's dieting. I've seen her eating the most delicious things I've ever seen at her desk before. You know, some diet, like one of those Cinnabon places where she's eating the most disgusting thing where you're just like, that looks delicious. But when a fat girl's eating it, you're just like, what's the matter with you? That's awful. So you bought her a cake? Yeah, I bought her. Well, I bought her a box of Twinkies and uh, she got everybody was like, you're mean, you're mean. But she was like, thank you. Oh, God, I love this. And I'm like, you guys See? are really in love. No, don't even joke about gross. that. All right. Well, well, you made it, Dave. This, that, and the other thing. Oh, Good okay. job. He made about nine of them. Oh, nice. I like that. And we learned, like, we, see, we learned where stuff is that we can go. I want to have, I want to have this slice of pizza. And I yeah, we'll go come for every wings. Monday night. I go to have All the right. wings. I'm gonna have to see you. At you the don't wing know place. that? No, uh, I think I was there one time when one of Rachel's boyfriends, the Russian guy, didn't I go there for that? <laughs> you know um, a lot of things. But I go That's with Murphy uh, all the Let's time. Let's go. Uh, so we're and our last thing is we do this uh, to close the show. We always do one, my one thing. We call it my one thing. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, just, can I just say I'm having a very good time? Good. Well, we, I mean, well, we love having you, just, Dave. We I just told you, we're shipping da- away. This is our new. This is a new. Sh- our new show, and it's not. It's there's no com- animosity. We make it comfortable yeah. and happy and light. This is That's a lot thing. different than the Kevin Brennan one. <laughs> we don't. We don't know who <laughs> we you're don't talking use about. the K word. We no, we don't you know, know who you're talking about. Who's he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen this guy. Yeah. You know that we uh, we're gonna do another. We're gonna next time we have you back. We're gonna do because we, we're gonna do blockbuster video as one of the things. 
Oh, that's awesome. right up your uh, alley. In, in fact, I was just using the line the other day from Notting Hill. Like, that's a blockbuster video card. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my one thing of the week, you could be good, bad, indifferent, something you don't like in New York, something you like in New York. City bike would have been a perfect one. Yeah. But um, so my one thing of the week is on this corner on 72nd Street, I'd say once a week, there's a bagpiper. <sighs> and I, there is no worse instrument in the world. Than the bagpipes. I have this joke. Once I used the joke, it sounds like a Chinese guy fucking an accordion. It is the worst sound in the world. Like, and I claim it's bad luck too. Like, anytime that, I hear funny. the bad piper, sense. I'm like, it's something bad's gonna happen. Like, I'm afraid to get on the subway. It's very super. <laughs> Where is it? Right, right the on park? the corner. This oh, guy will play so at four, starting at four o'clock. He pulls up. Irish eyes are smiling, goes through all of them, and it's like, I don't want to hear that at the end of my day. It's a little like soundtrack to your life. Like it's horrible soundtrack. No, it's like a little brave. It's a bad instrument. It's a horrible instrument. I don't like when they play at firefighter funerals either. (laughs) It's terrible. I think Braveheart, isn't it? Braveheart is. It's a sad. Directed by an anti semite. What's the matter with you? It's a horrible instrument. Yeah, apparently Hello. he hates what? Jews. <laughs> Mel, I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate the But not at least the weapon, Mel Gibson. He was still a good guy then in Braveheart. It wasn't Everything after is Braveheart. tainted. Every, Everything is tainted. So, so this guy in the corner just plays all the time. Like, why can he just set up shop there and just ruin the atmosphere? Well, you know why? Because it's nice. There's a nice view over there. Ugh. And I like that. I like that. That's like the guy that rides his bike down and plays Edith Piaf all over the Upper West Side. I, I, you know what? I, feel I like, like I'm that in New guy. York City. You're just standing around, and a guy in a bike comes around. No, that's great. You know, that the guy went. Yeah, it's more depressing. Ruining my day. I can understand that. Neil, you're up. Well, you know, I have a lot because I was going to talk about prescription pills and how much they are, but then I decided. I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to go back to the thing that really bugs me, and it's on because we're sticking on TV. When they put on the bottom of a commercial, real people, not <laughs> actors. That's, and oh, I'm that's like, right. what the? It's such a fake piece of shit. Because I, they are all actors, right? They're all actors. Of course, you get a call, and they go, hey, we, can you well, be like a real person? They always tell you, but they have to put real people, not actors. But how do they get away I don't with know. that? It's like the Chevrolet commercial. Lie. Everyone does these commercials and everyone everyone well, goes... A, it could be a real every, person and yeah. they give him one line and yeah. uh, now he's an actor. He's getting money but from sex. It oh. says like actor... First of all, it says actors aren't real people. Like, I don't know. No one ever knows that they're acting or whatever. They just think in their head that... Because they always say that to you anyways. Like, don't act. You know what I mean? Even though it's like, what do you... Oh, so I'm just going to act like a real person. So sometimes they'll give you the advice on a commercial or an audition. They'll be like, they want a real person now. So I have to like tone it down. What's the difference between what I'm doing and real person? Yeah. But anyways, that's my pet peeve. I can't stand the commercials that do it. And it's been going on forever. For 30 years, they're always put, this is a real person. And my brother always calls me and goes, that, is that, are those are real people that just came into the car thing? I'm like, uh, I wasn't actors. sure myself. I like the one where they have the, the car like whizzing around corners and flying and you see like, this is a stunt driver. Do not yeah, attempt. Right, right. Like, yeah, because I have a track that I can just take out my brand new car Audi in and flip it around a hundred times. Going anyways, 700 miles. I want right. to go on that track. It really is just actors. The way I look at real people that aren't actors, real, real when they want real people that aren't actors, really they're just acting for actors with no credits. That's really what they're asking for. <laughs> actors with no credits. <laughs> loser actors. Dave, do you have something now that you heard us do it? Oh, yes. Um, parades. Oh, my Whoa. God. I'm, I've been with you a hundred times. I hate you parades. As Manhattan Borough president, <laughs> that will be my first order of business. I'm going to get rid of all the parades. I Every <laughs> single one. Thank you. You know what? Let's get... <laughs> I'm running too. I think Are the, you, Manhattan yeah. president? I'm taking care of business. Oh wow! Okay. I'm voting one. for Jessica. I you. hate parades. It's a waste of money. 
There's too many of them. Too People many. think they're getting slighted. I don't care what parades. I don't. I like, don't like parades. Oh, either. forget it. What a, they they you can't traffic well, is a it, disaster. Maybe at least maybe now we're gonna get rid of that Columbus Day one because it's very clear that there was there's a problem with this guy. So maybe there's one one at a time, one at a one time. One parade at a time. Maybe we can get rid of that one if he's so horrible. I don't like parades. I love but going it. back to your original, well, thing. I work on Fifth Avenue, and when they should at least close oh, the office God. when there's a goddamn parade. So during the <laughs> week, or sitting there, the Veterans Day parade. I don't want to be disrespectful, but it sucks. I can't get lunch that day. But they, I can't cross <laughs> the street and get my lunch. But they have the little Shriner caps in the little cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody likes that. Dave, no, wait, Burl I say. For that, wait, tailgating. What do you mean? Cut the parades out and just, just have tailgating the on Fifth Puerto Avenue. Rican Day tailgate. The I think you ruined Columbus the good end of the. Uh, you ruined the end of the podcast. All you had momentum and you killed it. Right together. there, you gotta leave uh, on a high note. That's yeah. called a callback. Will you just let me run the show? <laughs> yeah, you see, my right. hand was up. I had the culmination ready to go. I saw it. I wonder why he doesn't respect it. Dave Juskow, thank you so much for coming. See, easy. I Easy. had a wonderful time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, your, your, your setup is very cozy. Thank you very much. Um, you'll be uh, doing this Grease Live. Which September I'll be 12th. A part of. And then um, Love Actually, December 19th. Oh do you do a God. British accent? Because that would be helpful. Fall off, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Bethel it? Is everybody I English? I want Bethel in everything, so I'm okay, hoping okay. she's around. Okay. You know, sometimes she hasn't wait, been around and it makes me angry. Yeah, so wait, what's the what? you already have the whole fall planned out, the shows? No, he just has these two. Okay. Pay attention. I'm, I'm just asking if there's guy? more to put in. Reese, and fuck? then he says love actually. Who the fuck is this guy? I'm, I'm asking <laughs> if there's more. I want to know more. Like, uh, I want to see... In March, like, we're starting Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Now that one see? I want in. The, I would, that's it's March. Me. I got that question out of him. The no first, one would have known. The first oh, question was, set. you got the whole... The date set yet. You got the one. fall mapped out? Yes, I do. He just gave it to you, and then you're like... Oh. He gave me two shows. I thought he was going to have like more, and then I got Goodfellas. It takes me a long time to put them together. I know, but now I'm planning around Goodfellas, so it was worth the question. We also offer our guests naps if you want to take a nap afterwards. <laughs> it is a comfortable couch. All right. All right Dave, thank you, you so much. Neil? Let's see you next week. I hope everybody in Houston's doing okay there. That's true. Hope, hope Houston's recovering. All what's, right. what's going on in Houston? <laughs> I mean, it's perfectly sunny here. Houston. Oh, there you go. See what I did there. <laughs> See you next week, everybody.